what's up, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Welcome to the very first music artist spotlight on the Pop Pod. And today we got Jordan Jade. <laughs> How are you doing today, Miss Lady? I'm great. How you doing? I'm feeling fly. I'm feeling refreshed. I'm feeling great. You know, Sunday is like, you know, the day of the Lord. You know what I mean? Sunday, Sunday. Oh, oh okay. Or, or Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sunday, we can make Sunday it fun is... and spiritual. You feel me? <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Hey, listen. Whatever the spirituality is, man, we're, we're down for it. You know what I mean? It's great vibes always. It seems like Jordan Jade is all about the great vibes. Yes, sir. Always. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Is that a like? thing or what uh, i think it's just a me thing i mean maybe a should be an everybody thing but you know like um so my music people kept asking me what type of genre are you and i kept having a stupid answer i'd be like well it's r&b but it's also pop but it's a little hip-hop but it's lo-fi but it's this and then i was like all right i, I need to make this a real genre so i i say i make feel good music because all my music is just about positivity, good vibes, chilling, relaxing, feeling good, feeling empowered, whether it's smoking weed or being a boss or, you know, whatever it is, that's the vibe and kind of the energy that I want to put out in the world. Cause there's enough negative shit in our daily lives. There's enough drama, there's enough emo aggression out there. So I was like, I'm just going to stay away from all that like I try to do in my real life and just, you know, keep the good energy, positive vibes out there and, and going. So that's how I actually am as a person. So it's kind of what I wanted to put in my music as well. I feel you on that. That makes a lot of sense. And you can hear it too when you listen to the music because the lo-fi R&B type of sound, it like suits you perfectly. And yeah. you could tell even when you're performing the music is like, it just suits you perfectly. It's almost kind of like a like a guapale type of flavor type of feel. Has Ooh, anybody? What a compliment! Thank you. Uh, yeah, no problem. No problem. That is a compliment, actually, because guapale. I mean, that's a Bay legend right there, ain't it? Right. And I'm just a Bay legend in the making. I just I don't know yet. Hey, <laughs> what you about? I could dig it. I could dig it. <laughs> the Bay legends. What kind of Bay legend did you come up on? All of them? Oh man, yeah, is it so... any specific? So born and raised in Vallejo, California, 707, say it backwards, say it like backwards. my guy right here. <laughs> uh, so I grew up on so much Mac Dre, rest in peace, so much E-40, um, who I've opened for, um, have met many times, met his wife, met his family, great, great guy. Um, tons of E-40, Too Short, who's also my friend, shout out to Todd. Um, all, just all the Bay people, Jacka, rest in peace, <laughs> I keep saying rest in peace, but... Uh, a lot of hip hop growing up in Vallejo, a lot of rap, underground rap, just all the Bay music, Bay sound. Um, Neff the Pharaoh, who I have a song with, um, S-O-B-R-B-E, people like that. Be Legit, who I've also opened up for. It's kind of fun. I've actually, um, a little over a year into music since I put out my first single. So I'm still kind of, kind of fresh, I guess you'd say. And I've already opened up for literally all my favorite artists. So it's, um, it's been fun. That's amazing. So being that you put out your first single just a year ago, like the process of building up to the point where you can open up for legendary artists mm -hmm. like E40 and all of the other artists that you mentioned, like that's, 
a level that sometimes takes a while to get to. Like, how does it feel being that you're able to accomplish those things so quick? Do you think that it all has to do with the, the vibe and the positivity that you're putting out there? You're just getting right back? I mean, definitely, but also my network. So before I started putting out music, like I was sharing with you, I've been in cannabis for 15 years. Um, been all over the Bay, you know, I had tons of jobs that were all field-based sales, working everywhere, working dispensaries. So I'm always constantly networking and expanding my network. And I've always been passionate about music. I always loved music, live music, concerts. And you know how it is growing up in the Bay. It's like so many people do music and especially from Vallejo, it's kind of like, I feel like a, a, almost a mecca of music because there's so many artists that have come oh. here. So I've always had like a music network um, even before I started putting myself out as an artist. So just kind of tapping into that network that I'd already created and relationships that I already had um, within the music industry and just letting people know like, hey, I do music now. Some people are like, oh, about time. You should have been doing that. Right. Um, I love being on stage too. I've done um, public speaking in the past and just love connecting with people especially in a mass audience. So it's something that I'm comfortable with and totally love and enjoy. So it's been great. And I'm excited to just see where it goes from here. So it's exciting. Yeah, having that public speaking presence is going to, you know, carry you a long way. And you can already tell because you being from the Bay, being a public speaker, being on a podcast right now, you can tell, like, <laughs> man, like the, the personality is just pouring out right now. You can hear it in the flavor. You can hear it when you talk, when you <laughs> podcast, all of those great things. I'm so very you need out, I guess you'd say. And for anyone listening who doesn't know which Bay we're talking about, the San Francisco Bay area. <laughs> is it not I, I was recently in LA and I kept mentioning the Bay and people were like, oh, South Bay in LA here? What? Bay? I was Long like, Beach? what? <laughs> NorCal. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm not talking about Long Beach or any of the bays yeah. out there. Yeah. It throws me <laughs> off too. Whenever I say the bay, people are thinking Tampa Bay. Are you talking about the bay in Texas? I'm like, there's a bay in Texas? San Francisco, bro. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to the bay, man. And you mentioned that Vallejo being a uh, mecca of music it really truly is because so many of the bay legends came from vallejo and it just seems to keep on putting artists out and putting spotlight on artists and i think it's just a natural thing being vallejo is just surrounded by just so much culture right, right. Yes. yeah definitely part of the culture and as you know it's super diverse um so, you know, it's not just all suburban. You get every type of person coming from Vallejo. So with that, every type of flavor, every type of genre. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely influenced me a lot in my music. <laughs> I Shout started out, out writing and it was like all like raps, like Bay raps. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> I want to sing this. This is my style. <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely. And shout out to Marine World, by the way, because, you know, that's... <laughs> Our one tourist attraction. <laughs> I know the one tourist attraction. Well, um, so what was your thoughts when I first asked you to be on this podcast? Because I know that it's a, a little bit different. It's not typically based around music and what have you. What made you say, you know what, let me go ahead and give it a, a shot. <laughs> well, thank you so much for reaching out. And I feel very honored to be the first music artist, music showcase on here. Um, 
I mean, I love podcasts. I love hearing about people and just the real, real conversations and the unscripted nature of it. So you do get kind of a different side of people. And I like, you know, connecting with people and just showing people my true self. And it's kind of different from if you just listen to my music and don't know me personally, or if you were to look at my Instagram, it's kind of just pictures. You don't really get too much of a sense vibe for who I am as an actual person and my real personality. So I love to showcase that and just, you know, connect in, with new different people and expand my network. So 100%. I was all in. I was just like, um, are people going to be really disappointed if I'm not showing feet? I don't want to bum anyone out. Like, sorry, it's music. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, man, I, I don't I don't think people will be more so bummed out because at the end of the day, when they go and take a look at, let's say, your Instagram, for instance, it's not like you're exactly hiding them either. Right. Yeah. And it's all a part of the image. And you being a music artist, you know, that image has a lot to do with, you know, success in the music business. Mm. Do you feel like sometimes image has too much to do with the success in the music business? Um, I'd say in every industry, it's always it's always image, and you know if you're if you're a beautiful face, and if you have a fake booty or you know the done up body, then you can you know get somewhere. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's also your energy and vibration that ultimately leads to if you're successful or not. Because you can be you can be drop dead gorgeous all day, and if you're just a dud and have nothing to say and no value and no input, then how far are you really going to get just off face and booty? I feel you. Kind of far, actually. <laughs> but still. <laughs> I mean, hey. Not, sorry about that. It's not uh, my route. I mean, hey, I mean, you're right. And a lot of, a lot of creators are on Instagram and TikTok and all those places. And they are, getting the numbers up, you know, they're running the numbers up based off of those attributes and, you know, Hey, more power to anybody that's, you know, gaining any kind of steam, any kind of motion based off of those things. You know, right. I can't knock the hustle being from the Bay. I, I know. Yeah. You know, we're all about hustle. Get it how you live by any means. But um, yeah, it's just not my uh, specific hustle. I mean, everyone likes, a, you know, beauty and by whatever standard and it's, fun and pretty and you know nice to look at but i'm i'm more about value and you know what what the energy and the vibration the frequency really is well so. speaking of energy vibration and frequencies how about we play one of your records that has great energy Ooh. let's do let's it go. give me a little give me a little sample a little taste all right so <laughs> this record right here everybody I want you to let us know how you feel about this one in the comments too. It's called Where You At? It's spelled W-Y-A and it's on Apple Music, Spotify, all those places. And her name is Jordan Jade, spelled J-O-U-R-D-A-N Jade. <laughs> you can hear it, right? Yeah, it has a long intro, sorry. <laughs> Everybody enjoy this. I was just wondering if you're around. I was just wondering if you'd be down. I'm in the bay now. 
and I'm trying to slide. Pull up, see if the feeling's right. Pull up, trying to catch a ride. What happened? You couldn't hear it? No, Could I sent hear? you the wrong version of the song. Oh, did you really? My bad. I was like, wait, I changed the lyrics. <laughs> did you? Well, all right, all right, hold on. Let, let, let's My tap bad. in on it. No, no, no. It's all good. That's actually perfect. I love it when things like this happen because now I want to like, know. Damn, that's not mixer mastered. <laughs> what, what caused the lyric change and what were the change in the lyrics? So I'll usually do just like a rough, like a first draft, like write something down and then record it and then sit with it for a bit and be like, all right, I think I think this should have a little more melody in the verse or maybe change this word or whatever. Oh, OK. I <laughs> so do. I was like, oh, shit, that was version one. I say uh, I know, man. All the other ones should be good. <laughs> All right, so that's where you at right there. You guys get the gist of where you at. I mean, it's a it's a fly record. Um, another one that I came across on Apple Music um, actually is called uh, Like You Do. And uh, I'll go ahead and jam that one. You guys actually heard it in the beginning. So I'm going to go ahead and play it right here right now. And uh, again, I want y'all to let us know how you like this record right here. Produced by me, written by me, recorded in my house. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Right. We got to tap in on all of that actually right after. Yeah, I, I got a story to share after. Okay. <laughs> Like you, 
That's fire right there. Thank you. I like that record. I was jamming that out at the gym. Today. Uh, like it's like a long ass song. It's like almost five minutes. I hope he's not putting the whole thing. Oh, no. I, oh, oh, oh. Feel free to cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. You know, I you know, I just I was getting lost in the music. I was like, you know what? I just got to start jamming right quick. But yeah, Dude, no. That was actually my first single I, I I put out, and I have a music video for it. It's me and all my girls just chilling, smoking the whole video. So if you want to see some hot girls smoking like 20 blunts, check out the music video. <laughs> I feel you on that part. Yeah, that's crazy that that was your, your first record. And, you know, it seems like you are coming out with visuals for almost every one of your singles. Yeah, I have a few. I have a few visuals. They're fun. They're just can't do one for every single song. So I do have one coming out for Where You At. It, it'll be out probably by the end of the month. Oh, I can't wait for that one. That one's going to be fire. Yeah. So tell me about the story of about the creation of. Oh, so it's really just how I originally got into music. So like I said, I dropped my first single a year ago, but I've actually been super passionate about music my whole life. And why I originally got into it was in college. I had a boyfriend the whole time who was a rapper in a hip hop group. Um, I went to Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. And he opened for everyone. So it's kind of like in the middle of nowhere in California. So every single artist that came through, he opened for. So I was always backstage, on stage with all the artists in the studio, doing all the artistry because it was my boyfriend of years that was doing it. And so that kind of got got me introduced to like the mu the whole music scene and life and studio. And I just thought it was so cool and so exciting and was really into it and, and got passionate about it and started just getting curious, you know, I'm, I'm a learner. I want to learn everything. I'm a student of life. So being in the studio, I'd be like, oh, how do you do this? How do you record? What's this do? Like, what? how do you make that effect happen? And so that's what kind of got me into production originally. Um, and then my boyfriend was murdered, unfortunately, um, in LA, where everyone gets murdered, I swear to God. So I kind of stopped music after that and didn't pursue it for too much um, longer. And then fast forward years later, I was working at Apple, their corporate offices, like in Silicon Valley, um, and uh, was lucky enough to meet a ton of audio engineers there who got me back into it. So they're like, oh, you you love music this much and you used to produce? Like, let's get you back going. Use our, use our equipment. We'll help you out. So that's kind of how I got reintroduced in the scene and was like, all right, I want to do this for real because, you know, my boyfriend doing it and just having the legacy of it after he passed it was kind of like you listen to the music and it was just like wow i remember this and this is so him so um 
one, I wanted to have a creative endeavor. I'm an entrepreneur and I own a bunch of businesses and I didn't have anything creative I was doing. And I, like I said, I'm passionate about music, but also for the legacy standpoint of whenever I do pass, people will listen to my music and be like, oh shit, that's so Jordan. Right, right. <laughs> well, hopefully that's no time soon. Yeah, but I mean, with any anything you create, you know, it's it's something that you'll be able to pass on or just have as part of your legacy. So that's that's a big part of the motivation and factor for it. It wasn't like, oh, I want to be a music artist and be famous. It was like, I love this. And it's literally music therapy to me. And the deeper I get, the more I learn, the more therapeutic it is. And it's really like frequencies and vibrations and the just different tones and levels of music can really, really influence humans in crazy ways. I mean, you can literally torture people with music with the wrong frequencies and vibrations, which is super interesting to me. So alternatively, you know, you can make people feel good and feel amazing and want to move and want to dance and feel relaxed. So I just think music is a powerful thing and an amazing thing. And it's literally therapeutic for me to make this music and express myself with this modality. So I just love it. I love everything you just said. And it's so true. And it's go going to be a legacy. And the fact that you are using a creative expression that you can leave behind and have there forever, that does mean something. And I could totally agree with you on everything you just said and as far as like the frequencies go and the the vibes and the energy do you know what's trippy to me about frequencies is that they're everywhere all around us all the time and Most people are not conscious of it or how much they're affected by it and our mind and our ears can only comprehend so many and so much of the frequencies and that's right. trippy to me too because a radio it transmits frequencies, right? And they're always there, correct? Mm -hmm. Isn't that trippy to you a little bit that like, even when we can't hear it, because our mind can't translate those frequencies, it's always there. And all you got to do is tune in a radio to a, a specific mm -hmm. frequency. It's like, man, what is it that we don't know that has been hidden from us for us it's to be able crazy. to- It's crazy. It's so interesting. Like sound healing therapy is a real thing. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely therapeutic for me to make music, make beats. I love just playing around with different sounds and seeing what happens. And even even singing and recording myself and just the act of singing is calming and interesting and has been like a bit of a self-discovery for me. So I'm still learning and I feel like I get a little better with each song and each video and each show. I'm just slowly improving. So like I said, that was my first single. There's a lot of auto-tune on it and a lot of effects that I put on it because I was a little self-conscious my first time out and some of the feedback i've gotten some people some people love auto tune some people don't so i've kind of eased back on on the tune and the effect and um so all my songs kind of have like a different sound different vibe but like i said the overall theme is feel good <laughs> so now that you're getting a whole bunch of feedback probably from a lot of musicians as well they're probably you know, advising you like maybe fall back from the auto tune a little bit. And then there's some people saying for you to do the auto tune. Do you feel like sometimes it's better to just kind of tune everybody out and just kind of do what you want and go the route <laughs> that you want? Yeah, well, that's I mean, that's what I was doing from the beginning. I'm like, this is my art. I mean, it's it's the same. It's any type of artistry. You know, if you're painting a picture who you know, who's someone else to say you're doing that wrong? Like, if this is what I like, how is it wrong? It's what I created. But, you know, I also want this to be a career. 
outside of all my cannabis work. So I do take some of the feedback, but you also have to take it with a grain of salt. Like, okay. Right. Do I like that too or no? Yeah. So it depends. And also, you know, once you start doing music, I've, everyone is a producer. <laughs> sort of really? You kind of got to weave through actually has the skill set and right. who just, you know, has done a couple tracks and now they're an audio engineer. Like, <laughs> Right, right. No, it does seem like that's one of the the art forms that a lot of people, they do want to dive into it. But oftentimes, it's probably for the wrong reasons. You know, it's to get rich yeah. quick or to become famous and things of that sort. But yeah. you know, sometimes that works for people, though. And especially these days with TikTok and what have you, like anybody could just blow up out of nowhere. And it could be on a song that they were just messing around with. It could be could have been their first song and they it just up. happened a lot that, that, that's and more often i mean even like example soldier boy just started playing you know messing around making songs in his house that were silly and goofy and now he's super famous from making silly shit at his house basically i know you you, you gotta love it though so tell me about who the, i'm also the... open for by the way hey shout out soldier <laughs> oh for real yeah. <laughs> shout out, Soldier. Shout out. Soldier. <laughs> I, I see that you uh, did a show in, it was a DHS, I believe, the. Yes. Dublin High School? Yes. <laughs> shout out to Dublin. Shout out to Dublin. Hi, tell me about that show. That was, it, it was so lit. fun. I opened for NLE Choppa, um, super famous rapper with younger kids. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, the DJ is who hit me up. DJ Works, who's the Cookies DJ. Shout out DJ Works. He's also the resident DJ at the W in San Francisco. Um, I had done a show with him before, and he needed someone who, you know, he knew would do a good show and was readily available. Um, and he knows that, you know, I just, I'll, I'll be ready <laughs> and can make it happen. So he hit me up and asked if I could open for this show and it was so fun because it was a, a high school which seems like a random weird venue but it, it's so fun because they're all kind of kids and younger so they're just going crazy yeah. just have so much energy just like losing their minds and you do the littlest thing because I, I typically have dancers when i perform i'll have one or two dancers and backup just to make it more entertaining and we'll do a little choreography um but it just makes the show better. So I had dancers with me and you do one little like booty pop drop and they're <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> like Jordan J. Versus, yeah. versus adults. It's just a little harder crowd. You know, they're like. Judgmental. Yeah. Kids are like, oh shit, we're just happy to be here. <laughs> That's interesting. So that that was such a fun show and, and, and Ellie Chaba was cool. He put on a great show too. So that was that was really fun for me. Shout out to NLE Chopper, man. That's what's up. <laughs> so tell me about the cannabis work because I know that you have been in the cannabis world for some time. That's probably a part of the networking process for you as well, yeah? It's definitely. Yeah. My main network and a lot of the shows I do even are cannabis events um, or music festivals, things like that. So I've grown I've sold weed since I was 16. I've been in it forever. I worked at, you know, dispensaries before it was legalized in high school and college. Um, always sold it, started growing when I was 18 and moved out and had my own spot. 
um, just made sense if you're selling it and you can grow it, right? <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and then once it was legalized, started working um, like on salary, doing sales for cannabis brands. Um, uh, I own a CBD company. Um, and that's kind of what got me into the public speaking space. I actually did pharmaceutical sales for years, um, because everyone's like, Hey, you, you sell weed and you're a science nerd. Like, why don't you, why don't you sell to the doctors? And so I, I got into pharma and from there soon became anti-pharma <laughs> and started speaking like against the pharmaceutical industry. This is years ago. Now everyone's kind of aware that you know, Western medicine doesn't really have your best interest in mind and it is a for-profit business. Um, but I was just passionate about everyone living their best life and feeling their best, which I still am, but I do it through music. But back then I was like, you know, everyone should take their health in their own hands and not just listen to everything a doctor says because they're doctors of medicine. They aren't doctors of nutrition science or emotional health or mental health or all these other things that play such a big role in your overall health and how you feel. So just became really passionate about that and plant medicine, um, CBD, THC. Um, I've done talks on psilocybin therapy, which is magic mushrooms for those who aren't familiar with psilocybin. So I'm just really big on natural living and whatever you need to do to live your best and feel your best. Um, I'm launching my own THC line in the next month or two, two at the most. It's gonna be called Jordan Jade Flowers. It'll be eights and pre-rolls available in most dispensaries in California, and then hoping to expand into some of the other states with some of the other brands I work with. Um, but I still do sales, marketing, promo for a portfolio of uh, cannabis brands, and I'm still an advocate. I think she's getting a call, everybody. All right, she's back. Uh-oh, we can't hear you. Can you hear me? One second, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Give us one second, everybody. In the meantime, in between time, can you all smash the like button and uh, make sure you subscribe if you are not subscribed yet. Give, it, give us one moment. Oh, no. Now you guys just got me. Oh, no. She should be right back, y'all. Now you all got to see my crazy face. Let's play one of her songs, actually, while we're at it. Oh, wait, that's the wrong version. I'll go ahead and play this. She's back. You can hear me, right? Now we can hear you, yes. Hey, Yay. We got her back. We got her back. 
Well, <clears throat> so I believe we were in the middle of uh, talking about just pretty much how people are starting to get back into the groove of knowing that the pharmaceuticals are not exactly always in the best favor because it's all a business at the end of the day. And I think once you start realizing that it's a business and even though those things could help a lot of uh, people with certain um, illnesses and yeah, there's a need for, for pharmaceuticals. Absolutely. You know, right. you get shot you, or whatever you need to see the doctor and you need a lot of pharmaceuticals, but for, for as a cure for chronic diseases and chronic illnesses, no, like <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of it, you know, oh, create, can cannabis, create damage. I mean, cannabis is, you know, a, a huge factor when it comes to, you know, naturally, helping people out and everybody knows that at this point and a lot of counties and states and just pretty much the whole world is starting to come to uh grounds with that and they're legalizing it it's becoming recreational in a lot of places now is it you know for the better i believe absolutely is definitely for the better and and most people probably feel that way as well and that's why it is becoming legal in more places and people are becoming privy to cbd and whatnot what is right. the name of the cbd company jade healing co ah jade healing co it's mostly skincare products it's kind of it, i used to have a really broad offering and it's just, I got so much going on between music and working for other brands and trying to get my THC brand out that I've kind of just kept it down to skincare products right now. So it is a little bit of a niche brand, but it's out there. Hey, well, that's what's up. And hey, niche brands, that's that's what people need, man. They, there's specific needs for specific, from specific brands. So, man, shout out to that. Thank you. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, let people know where they can find Jordan Jade. I'm mostly on Instagram. It's just my name, Jordan Jade. There is a U in it, so it's J O U R D A N Jordan Jade. Um, you can find all my music on all major streaming platforms. So I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Deezer, whatever you use. Pretty much, I'm on it. Uh, YouTube, Jordan Jade Music, J O U R D A N. <laughs> Um, I'm also on TikTok, Jordan Jade Music, um, and that's about it. Not so much on the other social medias. It's it's too much. There's there's just too many, too many platforms now. <laughs> there is so many platforms, but uh, you know, all, all we can do is just continue to do our work and put it where we think it belongs, and whatever happens, happens, right? Yep. But yeah, follow me on the gram. Follow me on TikTok, stream my music, check me out on all streaming platforms, subscribe to my YouTube, any support I super appreciate and love and all the love back to you. <laughs> well, Jordan, I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast and, um, you know, taking a shot and just hanging out with us and sharing your music as well. I hope everybody watching this, I hope you all go and stream her music like right away after this. And listen, give it an ear. <laughs> absolutely. And, and, you know, and I did and I have and I'm going to continue to stream your music. I love it. I'm going to keep on playing it at the gym. Um, great vibes. Great music to smoke, too, too. So it yes. makes sense that you are a cannabis. Smoke something, microdose something and listen to it and see if you felt what I was feeling. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Well, Jordan, don't go nowhere. I want to talk to you after the live broadcast. But as far as everybody else goes, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, thank you, everyone. We'll go ahead and end the podcast off with (laughs) a record. All right, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>